Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Hutchcroft, photographer, freelancer, and curious question asker. Join me for half an hour each week while I sit down with inspiring photographers and pick their brains about growing their business, authentically connecting to their clients, and being a good human in this changing industry. If you're ready to take your photography hobby to the next level and turn it into an actual business, you're in the right place. If you want to hear real-life advice from professional photographers and start building the future of your dreams, don't go anywhere. Here we go. Today, I sat down with the founder of the Unscripted app for photographers, Cheryl Kitchener. As a busy mom, wife, griddle owner, perpetual renovator, and now business owner slash app creator, it took me a little while to wrangle her into the hot seat. But with a bit of gentle coaxing, here she is, ready to share her tips on posing, prompting, and the awkwardness that led her to start Unscripted in the first place. In this episode, we talk about how a simple desire to solve her own posing problem has ended up being the driving force behind encouraging others to get out there. And we break down the actual difference between posing and prompting. Don't forget to listen right through because she shares a few simple and super helpful pose and prompt flows for you to bust out in your next shoot. If you're trying to create a better shoot experience you know you and your clients will love, this is an episode you won't want to miss. Cheryl, so good to have you here. I want to start with the first kind of the beginning of where it all started. Can you tell us a little bit more about the moment that you knew you had to create Unscripted? Yeah, totally. I think the catalyst for it all started with a super awkward session, which I think a lot of photographers that find Unscripted can relate to. I had booked a couple for a couple's photo shoot on the beach, and the moment they got out of the car, they were just so awkward and shy and just... I could tell they didn't want to be there. I could not figure out how to connect with them. They didn't look me in the eye. They were just like wanting to be anywhere other than there with me. And it just totally threw me off. I had made the mistake of thinking that everyone that booked me was going to be extroverted and bubbly and chatty and easy to connect with. And all their photos were going to show that. Anyways, I just, it totally threw me off. I book a lot of sessions at the beach. I live in a beach town and I just remember asking them to hold hands and walk and talk and just walk (laughs) off into the distance away from me. (laughs) Just a bit of time. Yes, I just needed some space to figure out what to do next. I had just totally blanked. The awkwardness just threw me off and I was just battling to figure out what I can do to connect with these people and get them into it and into me and into each other. It was just... So hard in the moment as well when you're already kind of thrown off. And sometimes it's like those things are like one thing leads to another and you can kind of just like spiral into this like, you know, you're just like self-doubt and like not entirely sure like how to reconnect after it started with like so much disconnection. Absolutely. Photo shoots, you need to bring your all to them. You need to be on and it can be exhausting and almost performing in a way. And if you get thrown off, you can just blank. And I think that can happen to pros. It can happen to everyone. So that led me to this moment of going, oh my goodness, I need a way to avoid this ever happening to me again. So I got into the habit of like writing all these prompt ideas on my hand before a session. And like, I think I've printed out 
little flashcards and have them in my back pocket and just I wanted to have backup in case that ever happened to me again where I just really got stuck and didn't know how to direct my clients and I can imagine as well like even though you're feeling more prepared by having like all the prompts in your back pocket and like you know you may have looked up different things on Pinterest and stuff before and you're kind of just like fumbling through with like all these different sort of mediums like I feel like creating an app is such an amazing way to streamline all of that. Like, did you always know that it had to be an app? Yeah, I did. I knew that I really just wanted a quick visual reference in my back pocket. Like the hand, the pen on the hand, it would always smudge or I don't know. It wasn't that reliable. (laughs) Um, It also doesn't look. Yeah. (laughs) And the flashcards as well. Like, I don't know. People are like, oh, what are those? And I would show them and that sort of thing. But they were kind of just like chicken scratch on pieces of card. And they didn't really look that professional either. And they weren't visual. I'm not really a wordy person. I'm such a visual person. So I was able to like just look at a photo and then know what I needed to say to elicit what I wanted and how to get that reaction. So that's what led me to the idea of an app so that it was always in my back pocket. I feel like you touched on like the next question that I was going to ask you just then about like knowing what to say to people to elicit a reaction. And I think a lot of the questions that we get are often like to do with like posing and prompting because of the nature of the app. And I just want to get a little bit more clarity on like, what is the actual difference between posing and prompting? Because I think some people use them like interchangeably. Can you talk to us a little bit about the difference between the two? Yeah, absolutely. So posing to me is like the act of actually configuring your clients to ensure that they're well lit, that the composition is right, that they like visually look their best and, you know, they don't have any collars popping out or their hands aren't in a weird spot. So it's configuring them to actually look appealing. But prompting is where all the magic comes. A photo can be so stiff and boring if it's lacking emotion. So prompts are what you say to bring out all that gooey, beautiful emotion that makes a photograph matter. Mm, That's a really important distinction. So like posing is like the physical sort of like configuration of people where you can say like you stand here and you stand here and maybe like hold hands or hug or, you know, do that. And then prompting is like once you've got them in the position, you say something like, (laughs) <laughs> How's your prompting, Nella Jana? A prompt can be anything, and that's what's so great about it. You can just make it up as you know you're going with a client. I consider it more like an icebreaker. Mm-hmm. So it's a way to make you comfortable. It's a way to make them comfortable. It's just a way to make the entire shoot experience fun and engaging and exciting. It can be as simple as like asking them to do something like hold hands and lightly bump your hips into each other. And that will, what do you think will happen? It'll make them giggle. It'll make them laugh. And then obviously you've got your more quiet and meaningful prompts that can just bring in all that like beautiful intimacy and connection. And I think that was a big moment for me, especially with that first photo shoot that was really awkward that I talked about earlier was I expected that all my clients were going to be the same, that they, their love, if it's a couple shoot 
would be the same. You know, they would be up for laughing and running into the distance or wild piggyback rides or whispering funny things in each other's ear. And I didn't really know or accept that there's different types of love and it's our responsibility as photographers to bring that out and showcase that the best we can. So you can't go into a shoot thinking, this is what I'm going to do. This is what it's going to look like. Like you have to pivot, change course. If they are more introverted and they are more intimate, then you need to be prepped with those sorts of prompts to bring out that genuine emotion until they're story the best you can totally and I think that that comes with like I'll talk a little bit more about this later about like getting to know your clients a little bit more before the shoot but even if you have like sent them a questionnaire and like read their answers like it's kind of about being aware of like what's happening in the moment as well because people are full of surprises and even if you've done the work to prepare you might still be surprised by the way that they actually show up on shoot and like people who are like really extroverted might still feel and this is like really normal like at the beginning of the shoot like it still feels like a little bit awkward and they might still be in their shell even if you've read all the answers and you know that they are a piggybacks into the sunset type couple but do you have any tips about like how poses and prompts can help loosen people up especially in the like very beginning of a shoot I think of prompts like little icebreakers they allow for you to get to know your clients but also for your clients to connect with each other you don't know what their day could have been like or what their drive to the photo shoot could have been like if it's a family, I'm sure there was some yelling and stress getting everyone organized and fed and out of the house. So I think of the first 15 minutes of any photo shoot like the icebreaker part of the shoot. It's just the photos might suck. You might not get any that are worth keeping, but it's just about getting your clients comfortable with the camera pointing at them and comfortable with each other and into it and starting to play starting to just enjoy the entire experience. I feel like that's a really good point as well for like newbie photographers to remember because like we can put so much pressure on ourselves to like get a really good photo like right away and just kind of giving yourself that permission to be like, you know what, first 15 minutes, like whatever happens, it's more just about like engaging with your client and developing like a relationship early on. I feel like that's just like a nice little bit of like permission for people to just kind of like let themselves off the hook for the first little bit, you know, Absolutely. and not like get down on yourself. If you look at the back of your camera and you realize that like you haven't taken any good photos and you're 10 minutes into a shoot, like it's totally fine. You also need some time just for yourself to like get in the creative headspace to look at your location, look at your camera settings. The light might not be doing what you expected it to do and you've got to kind of change course or there might be people where you wanted to take your clients or distractions of other sorts. So it just allows for you to have a little bit of time as a photographer to just wrap your head around the shoot and where you're going to go. Yeah, totally. And that's fine. And it's not like unprofessional to take some time to like figure that out. I feel like that's just like good, good to remember. Yeah. We kind of touched on this a little bit before, but we wanted to kind of drill into it about like what it is exactly about prompting that helps you tell your client stories better. Yeah. Prompting for me really gave me the freedom to try not to understand all the complexities of my client's story before the shoot. I didn't need to know everything about them. I know when I go into photo shoot that I'm prepped with prompts and that will allow for all those beautiful qualities that are individual to each 
person to come out naturally, willingly, and organically. Mm. I think I started off thinking I needed to know everything about my clients, how they met, what their love language is, you know, all great things. But if I, if the questionnaire answers were a little bit lacking or I just didn't like get what I wanted in that, those kind of pre-shoot communication like emails or phone calls or whatever, it just allowed for me to relax a bit and know that I don't have to know everything about them. It's going to come out organically if Mm. I do my job correctly. Yeah, cool. And so there's some, like, what are the things that you're trying to figure out in the pre-shoot questionnaires? Like, what are the things that you're like, okay, I do need to remember this bit about my clients before I meet them and before the shoot happens? Like, what are some things that you're like, okay, I can kind of forget about how they met a little bit, or I can kind of like let go about that particular detail. But like, what are the things you think that are like really important to know before you show up on shoot with your clients? Well, definitely send them a pre-shoot questionnaire. We've got some made in the app, ready to go. App promo there. And all those questions that we have in there, I think are just really critical. One of my favorite questions is like, are you introverted or extroverted? And that allows for me to pre-plan my prompts accordingly. But one thing I've definitely noticed is whoever is filling in the questionnaire might be extroverted. And then the partner or the child or whoever else is at the shoot is incredibly introverted. And you have to abandon your plan and (laughs) everything you envisioned and pivot and be prepared to pivot. Like it's not going to always go how you imagine. Yeah. And also that like the prompts might do some of the work, like where like if you have some of the more like vague prompts or the more like even just like remember when you first met or like whisper something into it's like they can kind of take control of their story in those moments as well, which I think is really cool. Absolutely. And you figure out really early on, you know, if it's just not working, if you're asking them to like, be really intimate with each other and, you know, like look at each other and think of three things you're most grateful for. If they just look at you and laugh and they're like, I don't know what to say, then maybe that's just not what they're about. You know, maybe that depth isn't a part of their relationship and that's okay. Yeah. Like you definitely don't want to push anyone into awkward land And you can just laugh it off. I don't think we need to have the pressure on ourselves. Like, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. It's just like, okay, cool. You guys are more of these type of people. Let's like go this direction instead. And it's all about discovering who they are and being vulnerable and allowing them to understand who you are. I think that's what's so amazing about prompts is it's a really quick way of figuring out what they're all about. Would you recommend saving, like based on the pre-shoot questionnaires, would you recommend saving prompts to suit them and then like a couple ones that like may or may not suit them as well just in case like you kind of go down that route of like say three things you're grateful for or like yes (laughs) yes just plan for the unexpected for sure I think it's just really great to have a collection of your like favorite go-to prompts that you've committed to memory but that's going to take time that's going to take practice but once you start using prompts you're going to find it more natural over time it's a learning curve that anyone can learn it's just it's hard it's really hard and I think the important thing with posing and and prompting is like following up on a prompt you know you can say for example like okay I want you to walk hand in hand and like 
wander over into the sunset and then walk back to me. Anyone can do that easy. And then you can build on it. So Mm -hmm. when they make it back to you, you can say like, okay, now I want you guys to bump into each other. Like you're 16 and you're flirting and your parents are watching from a distance. I don't know. And they'll like, they'll get into it and they'll start acting and then you can build on it more. You can ask them to run this time. Yeah. There's lots of opportunity to keep building once you start to work through these flows of how certain prompts can build on to one another and yeah, it avoids yeah, those together. yeah it avoids those moments where like they're like okay what do you want us to do next yeah <laughs> where do we go now yeah definitely and I guess there will be a bit of that but as much as you can kind of make it seem as like seamless as possible between one thing and the next thing then I guess like the more opportunity your clients might have to like bring themselves into it without thinking about like okay I'm waiting for more direction Yeah. You don't want your clients to be waiting for direction. You want them just to feel like they're always looked after. And I think that has a lot to do with like that pre-expectation sort of communication as well. Like I like to say, I've got you. I'm like always going to be directing you. You're never going to like question what you should be doing. You don't need to be models. Like I do this every day. And like you're looked after, don't worry. And I think those moments in between where you as a photographer just need to take a break and like look back on your photos or change settings or just take a breath to figure out where you're going to go next. You can just communicate that with them. So they feel like they can also take a breath, you know, like, okay guys, I'm just going to like change my settings and look at some photos. Just you guys be you for a minute. And then that's a really great opportunity. They often like take it from there and like start, being cute with each other or a family might, the kids might like actually relax a bit and wander off into the distance or whatever. And just allows you some opportunity to like pull back and look at the scene in a different way. Yeah. That's a really good point. I feel like sometimes as new photographers, you can kind of get tricked into thinking like you have to be on like 100% like the entire time and like just being able to carve out a bit of time for yourself to like take a break and like reassess and like plan next steps. This is like really... Yeah, I feel like that's a really handy tip. Yeah, I think it's just really important to communicate that to your clients because you don't want them feeling like they're They're doing something wrong. Yeah, Yeah. or that like they should be doing something. It's Mm -hmm. like, now it's like, I need this, guys. You're doing great. I just need a moment. (laughs) This podcast is brought to you by the Unscripted Posing app, the one-stop shop photography app for photographers looking to up their posing game, streamline their business, and look and feel like a professional. With Unscripted, you'll confidently rock every shoot, capture those emotion-filled images you've been craving, and create a fun photo shoot experience for everyone, including you. Join over 200,000 photographers and search Unscripted in your app store now. So we touched a little bit on some walking prompt flows that are really handy to kind of like break the ice and help people kind of get into the mood a little bit. But once you've sort of like done the icebreaker and we've done a few like kind of like walking flows, would you mind talking to us a little bit more about like the flow of the rest of the shoot? Like, do you have any like sitting ones that are really handy or like, how do you like finish up? Or like, just kind of want to know, like kind of play by play, like how your shoot actually would go. Well, I think every photographer's play by play is different. And as a photographer, you're going to trial and error and figure out what works best for you. And it's really dependent on what type of locations you're shooting at and what style you're, you're going for and what your clients are like. I've had lots of family photo shoots in my family where photographers get us to sit down first. And I actually think that's 
like really gorgeous and it gets my kids kind of calm and into it. I know for myself, though, I personally prefer to start a shoot with walking and talking just because I feel like it's easy. It gives them a bit of like breath to kind of shake whatever off happened before the shoot. And like I said before, it gives me the opportunity to get my camera settings and take breath and all that. So I think every photographer has to work out their flow and that's just going to happen with practice. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so for me personally, I like to get them comfortable and moving. And then once I know that they're into it and they're enjoying the experience, I like to get them sitting down. And that's when we play with more cute, intimate sort of prompts. If it's a family, that's really fun. Like you can get the kids to like look up at mum and you can ask them what color eyes does mum have or like can you count mum's freckles that type of thing and that stuff is always really beautiful mm, kind of makes it a game for them yeah and like, you get these beautiful yeah. photos of like the kids just staring lovingly into their mum's eyes maybe they didn't know what color mum's eyes are <laughs> you know it's quite nice and I love like storytelling sort of prompts with families as well like Dad, can you tell like the kids the story of when they were born? Mm. Maybe they've never had that story before. So it's just a really nice opportunity for a family to connect in a different way. And then some kids just don't sit down. So <laughs> you need to learn to abandon what you had planned. And I like to just like keep them coming back. So if mom and dad are sitting, get them to like come and jump on mom and dad, for example, and that gets them back into the frame and yeah, that's a good kind of flow for, for families, for couples as well. Like you can ask them, like tell your partner the story of like the first time you saw them. And again, maybe it's something that they haven't talked about before. And yeah, it just allows for really beautiful moments to unfold. And not only are your clients having a great shoot experience, but so are you. And I think that's really key to enjoying what we do. Like what we do matters We're preserving legacies and memories and these photos are going to sit on people's walls forever. So you need to be connected to what you're doing. And for me, that comes from like allowing these beautiful experiences to unfold and seeing how powerful it can be in my clients. Totally. And I really love what you said as well about like kind of eliciting some moments that like may not have already happened. Like you're kind of like giving them an opportunity, like, dad an opportunity to tell the kids story about like when they were born or you know and it's maybe things that people want to address but they haven't had a chance to or they haven't thought to and so it's like you're not only are you capturing the memory but you're also like creating this beautiful moment that like things can play out in a different way in a different way between couples and families and I think that yeah I don't know that is like part of like why it is like really profound what we do And they're going to remember those photos. They're going to remember what you said. Like I look back on my family photos with my kids and I know exactly what we were talking about. I know when my like daughter is touching my other daughter's nose, it was like a beautiful prompt that the photographer had given the other child and allowed for them to connect with each other in a really cute way. So I not only have beautiful photos to look back on, but beautiful memories. And that's what I think we're striving for in our photography. Sure, Unscripted is a posing app, but I consider it more like an anti-posing app. It's all about moving away from like the stiff, awkward prom pose and into allowing for real genuine, candid moments to unfold. 
of course you need to ensure your clients are posed properly and the composition is good and the light is good and that you know we usually learn that first it's kind of like photography 101 you know you get your camera and you start practicing on a friend but the real beauty I feel comes from the prompting and that's just the other half of the story of posing that I feel like we often don't talk about totally and so there is a definite link between prompting and like a good client experience because like you're not just delivering beautiful photos but like you're delivering memories and I think that like being able to take clients who arrive on set and they just like feel really awkward and they feel really weird and like being able to get them to like interact with each other in a new way is just like I don't know I feel like that's kind of the key do you have anything to add about like the link between prompting and a good client experience yeah one of my favorite things to ask couples for example is like how can we make this feel like a date or like a really what can we do to make this fun and then they their whole perception shifts it goes from being like something that they're supposed to do you know you're supposed to get engagement photos to something that they're really looking forward to and is all about them and it's not about you you know you generally book a photographer because you're like oh I love where they shoot I love that like field or those mountains and I want to be in those photos but it's great to be able to go like where do you like to go what do you is there like a little lake or a drive or a spot that is important to you guys? Those are my favorite shoots when we can bring their story into it. And it just means so much more. So this is something that we have touched on a little bit before as well. But I want to dig in a little bit more because we have a feature on the app where you can pre-save all of your poses and prompts before a session, making sure that you've got everything you need in the one place and it's like specific to the upcoming session and specific to the client. Can you talk a little bit more about like the benefits of pre-saving your poses and prompts? Yeah, for me, it's just confidence. And that's what we hear from our users as well is knowing that you have a bit of a plan just will make you feel so much better and at ease. I like to show up to a photo shoot 10 to 15 minutes early. I look through their questionnaire answers. I figure out all the kids' names and ages and all those things that are easy to forget. And then I look at all the save poses and might save some more. And I like kind of dropping and dragging mine in order and putting like the more kind of complicated ones or ones that I really want to aspire and, and try to do towards the bottom. So I generally don't pull out my phone until the end of a shoot. I, I have a pretty good idea now of what I like to do. And then I really like to save 10 to 15 minutes at the end of every photo shoot just to experiment and do something different and push myself creatively so that every client gets something unique and I'm just not doing the same thing over and over again. And I always tell my client that. I'm like, okay, so I've saved some inspo. I want it to run and you buy it. What do you think of this? And like 99.9% of the time, they're like, yes, let's give that a go. I'm so into this. And that allows us like the flexibility to take our time. I've already nailed all the shots that I want. Client's happy. I'm happy. And this just allows for us to experiment. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't matter. It might be like a really unique pose or it might be some kind of cool low light situation that comes after the sun goes down. Or I might experiment with really interesting composition that I haven't done before. I think like reserving that last 10 to 15 minutes of a shoot of like just you time for you to like push yourself creatively is really important. It's something that I know I've listened to a lot of photographers that I look up to talk about that 
if you just keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to burn out and you're not going to evolve and grow. Mm. So that's something I've really taken on board and, and really try to achieve every session. I feel like it's cool to bring your clients on as well and be like, this is what I'm doing. Like at the end of the session, like let's just like have a bit of a play and be creative because so much of creativity is found in inspiration in others as well. So being able to save that time to do things for yourself, but then also be like, do you guys, you know, are you on board? And like, sometimes clients will have ideas that you hadn't thought of, or they'll modify a prompt in a certain way and you get something kind of fun and unexpected. I think that's so true. So often I'll pull out my app towards the end of a session and be like, Oh, can I look? Let's like, let's do that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm game. If you're game, I didn't think you guys were these type of people, but sure, we can try it. <laughs> the surprises. So how did your photos change once you discovered the power of prompting? For a while, I felt just so stuck. As a new photographer, you just have so many things to figure out and it's constantly evolving. Like what kind of clients you want to shoot, what locations you want to shoot in, what types of sessions to offer what your editing style is this month, like what presets are you going to use? Are you going to use warm ones or cool ones? I don't know. Like there's just so much to figure out and it's an ever evolving process. I couldn't figure out how photographers got those really open mouthed belly laughs that I was seeing. It just seemed like my photos were really flat and lacking. I felt like I had done a lot of research on composition and light and I was shooting at golden hour and really beautiful locations but something was just missing. And then I discovered prompting and everything changed. It was just a total bloody game changer for me. And it just took the pressure off every session moving forward. There's so many things to think about. And once I kind of got into a flow with prompting, it just made everything that much easier. I feel like that's a good point as well, where like you did a lot of research and composition and like lighting and everything was like good but then like when it comes to the actual subjects like expressing themselves like that didn't it's hard to get that to come through without prompting so it really is a balancing act between a lot of these different elements in photography thank you so much for your time today cheryl it was so interesting listening to you talk about why this amazing app has even like come into being and it is really important to remember the kind of like I don't know, the power of what we're doing. Is there anything I haven't asked you that you'd like to add? Yeah, just I want all of our users to know that what they do is important and it matters. I think it's so easy to get a camera and start taking pictures and call yourself a photographer and just like kind of be a bit disconnected to your why and the reason why you're doing what you're doing. And you can take thousands of photos at a time and they don't necessarily hold much value. But like the power of photography is so profound. What we're doing, what we're capturing will last a lifetime. They'll last far longer than you and they'll hang on people's walls forever. And there's so much power in that. You can change the world with photography. Like a photo tells a thousand words, right? So I just think that it's important to stay connected to your why. And when you're, you know, dealing with comparing yourself to other photographers and not feeling adequate. Just know that you need to kind of find your own why. And what does that, like, why do you do what you do? What makes you excited to get your camera out? I love listening to some of the photographers that we feature and, you know, one refuses to Photoshop wrinkles or pimples or 
cellulite. And I just think, wow, that's a cool why. Like you are changing body image by doing what you're doing. Like that's powerful. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just important to figure out your why and remember that, like write it on your mirror, just connect with that before you go to a photo shoot because it's really powerful. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. And thank you to all of our listeners and for supporting Unscripted. It's been a ride. I never knew that such a small idea would turn into such a big thing. And I just feel really privileged to be involved. Thank you. If you want to stop feeling stuck with your photography and start connecting on a deeper level with your clients, here are four action steps from our interview that you can take away today. One, tell their story based on their personalities. Remember, it's less about you and more about your clients. Two, show up to your next session 10 to 15 minutes early so you can review your clients' names, stories, and your saved poses and prompts. Three, try to commit a short sequence of poses and prompts to memory so you feel confident and prepared before your next shoot. Four, abandon expectation. Surprises are where life is. I hope this was helpful. The only reason the Unscripted app is where it is today is because of you guys. All of the features that we've come up with are a direct result of you telling us what you want to see on there. Everything we've built and continue to build is because of you. So thank you. And thanks for tuning in this week. We'll see you soon. This podcast was created on the unceded land of the Bundjalung people, and we pay our respects to elders past, emerging, and present.